Hey, good afternoon. Uh, my name is Eleni Kasparis. I'm a national account manager here at caterer.com, looking after the recruitment consultancy team. So today I'm catching up with Conrad, the managing director from Tonic Talent, um, talking all things recruitment, talking all things landscaping for the future, hopefully, if we know it, um, and what he's been doing over the, the last few weeks and the, the positive things that's going on in the industry from his side. So, Comrade, hi, welcome, thank you. Hi, Lenny, you you're to, okay. Do you want to give the audience just a bit of an overview of who you are, what you do, uh, what you recruit for, if you're still recruiting? Yeah, no recruiting. problem. <laughs> uh, as Eleni says, I'm the Managing Director at Tonic Talent. We're located in, we, we started in Birmingham nearly five years ago. We've got an office in London as well. There's a team of four. And we're a specialist recruiter for catering, uh, hospitality and events. We are REC accredited. We, as I say, a small team of four. We, we support across a real cross section of the industry, to be honest, from really large uh, events companies that are working out of arenas down to small gastro pubs. We look at contract catering um, roles right through to, to two star Michelin. Um, we cover nationwide. We've always done a lot of video interviewing if the geography hasn't allowed us to meet candidates. Um, we haven't done anything for a bit like most people uh, when, the, when the bottom dropped out of everything. When COVID really came to the forefront, obviously all recruitment stopped uh, as when all hospitality stopped really. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it will come back. It, it, we, we know it will. It, it, we, no one knows what it's going to look like at the moment, you know, talking to, I mean, so many clients are friends and speaking to so many friends in the industry. I, I just think at the moment it's the unknown of, of what yeah. and how they're going to be able to come out of lockdown and, and start operating in the future. Um, I think that's what's worrying everyone really at the, at the most at the moment. Obviously, the, the absolute ideal would be that, that we find a, a vaccine for this um, and we can go about our business as normal. But until we get word that, that that's going to happen, then it, it, it's a huge challenge for an industry that requires people to come together in numbers, isn't it? You know, it, it, from a staffing perspective, your, your kitchens are designed that you, you're standing less than two meters away from the person on the next session most likely you've got to walk yeah. past each other all the time if i'm a waiter i can't approach a table from two meters and take a plate of food point off someone they're going to have obviously touch the glass and, and they're going to pass me the glass so i mean you know talking to operators of all different sizes like i say from from, from very small uh, you know gastro pubs right up to national groups everyone is trying to map out what the future is going to look like and think mm. okay well, well could we operate with half of the capacity that we used to be able to. I mean, the government's given fantastic support to all sorts of businesses and is continuing to do so. I think hospitality does have to be given even further support in, I think, a reduction in rates that goes well into next year. 
um, and also a, a reduction in, in VAT that goes into next year. I just can't see without maybe even a further deferral of, of VAT payments and PAYE payments. But I think that that certainly would be something that would, would, would help people. And a rates holiday. I know I read a letter from Robin Hudson from uh, the CEO of Limewood Hotels to the Prime Minister and he covered those areas. And I know that um, hospitality union set up by Jonathan Downey have been really pushing uh, to, to, to make hospitality at the forefront. It's such a large employer, it's the third third largest employer within yeah. the UK employment market and it, it really is so, so important um, that we all, all, you know, anyone who supplies the industry or works in the industry or benefits from the industry in some way, really just continue to bang the drum and try and get as much support as we can to, to aid the recovery. It's nice to see that hospitality has all pulled together. I didn't expect anything less from hospitality, let's be honest, but it's been quite refreshing to see actually the amount of people that are speaking to each other and the amount of initiatives and things that are, are out there, which is good. And it's good that you're still speaking to your clients and engaging with the industry. Has there, has there been anything else that Tonic Talent have done to support your clients during this time, even though you're not recruiting? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm obviously my team are furloughed, so it's really sort of all been coming through myself. Just bits of social media, if we can share, if someone's changing to to maybe do a takeaway. You know, we've got mm -hmm. some some client, a couple of clients who've got kind of rural gastro pubs, and they've started selling some of their produce three times a week just to try and just just keep busy. So we've just been trying to share information. Um, and then share information that, you know, if, if we read a good article, if there's someone like, like Robin Hudson's written a letter to the PM, then just trying to share and write things through our social media, really, and, and raise awareness. Yeah. Um, I think that obviously there's, there's so much unknown that it's very, it's very difficult. You have to just kind of think, okay, that, that's got some relevance and you maybe share it. And sharing people who are trying to raise money for obviously the NHS, we've been trying mm -hmm. to do what we can with, with, with things there, and um, I suppose just 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 try and stay relevant and keep our finger on the pulse, really. Sure. You mentioned before as well the you know going into the back end of this year and into early next year, you know, we all need to support hospitality's recovery because we're all in hospitality. We all love hospitality. And even if, you know, lockdown lifts tomorrow and we're all allowed to bars and restaurants again, there is still going to be a process that we have to follow. So have you thought anything about internally what you're going to do to change the way that you've always done recruitment or are you going to pretty much stay back to basics you know what's happening with you guys to be able to get through the other side well we we only um carry out permanent recruitment we've never done sort of temps or contract and and to be honest i think that there will be a lot of people who will be looking to shift into permanent roles now because of the uncertainty maybe if anything was to rear its head again that was certainly, there was a, a questionable support around if you've been self-employed. I think it was a little bit harder to get hold of that, uh, any sort of financial government support. I mean, from our point of view, it's just going to be a case of when we can, when we, when we are required, uh, we will look to continue to support the industry in the way that we always have, you know, I mean, We've got some very loyal uh, clients. We, we know that we do a good job. We get excellent feedback. And I think that people are going to be overwhelmed by the landscape that they find themselves in because there's just going to be so many candidates out there. 
even people who've got recruitment teams themselves, uh, that they will still look for external support and it will be a case that I think that that will be needed potentially you know, more than ever, even in a, a, a marketplace that the, the employment, it's, it's going to be very crowded, it's going to be a lot of people looking for jobs. Even people who open up probably won't take their full team uh, back on because they're just not going to have the capacity to keep those people working. They won't be busy enough because they will have to have forms of social distancing in for their patrons and their guests. Yeah. So I think from our point of view, we're not looking to reinvent the wheel. Uh, people have said to us, why don't you recruit in another area? Why don't you maybe change and look at look at healthcare or distribution and logistics areas that are still quite busy during this period? But you know, we Tonic, we're a group of hospitality apps. We're absolutely passionate about hospitality. We're, we're people who've worked in the industry. That that's the only people that we take on. You know, you, we give mm -hmm. them the, the, the recruitment skills, but it's a, a passion and an innate knowledge of an area of hospitality or areas of hospitality that we're looking for. And I think that that resonates with people, you know, they, they, they don't just want to deal with people who are that old style of recruiters, like always selling over the phone and, and, and not looking after their needs at, at the time when, when they need them, really. It's, it's from our point of view. I think that the, we, we will want to support in the same way that we've always done. As I said yeah. before, you know, we always used to do video interviews with candidates that wouldn't be able to come to the office, one of the offices, because of, you know we could be recruiting in Scotland and we're not going to meet that person. Well, I think now that all of our interviews will be carried out over video, um, and then we can send that video interview on to our client with a summary and, and, and some references, you know, put a short list together for them so that we take all of that legwork and headache away from the recruitment process for them, really. Yeah. So I don't think we're looking to to change just to keep doing what the, the things that we're doing well and, and, and keep doing them, you know. Definitely, because I mean, I, I'm racking my brains, but I certainly can't remember a time where we've ever had more candidates than jobs. You know, in hospitality, it's always been more jobs than, than good people. So there's definitely an opportunity coming out of this to really get the right people in the right places to support businesses moving forward. Um, and I think now that everybody is more um, comfortable with using video, you know, I've never done anything like this before. We've spoken a lot more over video than we ever have. So I think that's becoming a really positive new norm. Um, but do you think do you think trends in the hospitality will change moving forward? Because over the years we've always seen there be a, tr a trend change. You know, consumers want to go out to these places more than these, and it changes all the time. So, what do you feel that even in the Birmingham market, which is where your your speciality is, do you think there will be a change in trends? Um, I think that we've seen a real push to support independence over the last five, three to five years, certainly. I, I think that that hopefully will continue um, where the money that you are spending will directly, rather than inflating a share price, it, it, will, it will directly affect the people that work within that business probably to a, degraded, a greater degree. So I hope that people continue to support independence. I think that people will have to do some takeaway as well, mm -hmm. they, they will have to think of some meals. So, you know, if you're a Michelin star restaurant, you're probably not going to do, although I do know some 
Carters of Mosley have been doing some ingredient boxes where you can, you know, effectively cook one of their standards, you know, or try to recreate one of their standard meals at home. Yeah. Uh, that they cook to, but but also they've been, you know, doing things that that are much more kind of accessible for people and, and pre uh, sort of pre-made, almost ready meals. Uh, you know, utilising mm -hmm. uh, the fantastic ingredients that they get from their suppliers. They're also keeping their supply chain going. When I spoke to Brad. I, I do a walk around sort of where I live and, and Carter's isn't far and he was in there cooking so he came out we maintained social distance and, and had a chat for for 10 minutes and he said you know from his point of view it's essential for him to keep his supply chain going he's got some small suppliers who absolutely are you know just just waiting for the call from one of their larger restaurants that maybe takes you know, however much uh, kilos of potatoes, Yukon gold potatoes is something that he uses a lot of. And I think that if they can keep their supply chain going by, uh, and keep some income going and keep a chef busy by doing those kind of takeaway meals, I think we'll see a lot more of that. People have just got to be nimble and, and just try and do what they can to survive this period because inevitably life will return to normal. I just think it's incredibly hard for us to, even give any thought about to what normal looks like now because it feels yeah. such a long way away um i mean we're obviously in may now april just feels like we've blinked and, and missed it and you it's, know? it's very very strange scenario that we all find ourselves in so yeah it, it will return to normal it's just how many people can survive through until normal comes back it, that, that's my worry really for people like it, it, it breaks your heart to think of the industry that you love and you know I, I love being in a packed restaurant where I'm surrounded by people and they're all talking and, um, everyone's enjoying their different experience be that their business meeting their first date their family meal for granny Ethel's birthday and that's yeah. the wonderful thing to see it is is what those interactions mean within those places or just a wet-led business where all these yeah. different people are having a drink you know i just can't wait to see that again and and be back uh, kind of amongst that i mean we'll try and support people as best as we can by by using places and i i always try to sort of go to a selection of places rather than eating you know one or two places that you might really love you know you try and spread your your money around a little bit so i think we'll just try and continue to do that and share yeah. stuff on our social media and try and uh, raise awareness of how people can get further support and what people are doing as and when they open back up really and we'll, we'll get through it together it is it is amazing isn't it that like i was looking back through my photos the other day and it's quite hard to imagine a world where we were all out partying or having a drink and sharing pictures of food and just I just can't can't wait to get back to that to be honest I think I'm not the only one that does that but um how are your team getting on anyway how's how's all of the guys at Tonic yeah I mean they're doing they do they all seem to be doing okay thank you you know we, mm -hmm. we've had a couple of little zoom drinks glasses of wine of an evening um I send them little bits and bobs of information about the trade or you know vice versa they might read something um, but really, uh, we I've left them to do what they need to do. Uh, one guy, um, 
he, he's got a, a house up in Yorkshire, Cosmo, he's been running up hills, he's just fit as a fiddle in any way. I mean, he, he, he's been uh, doing all sorts to, to, to keep himself really, really physically fit and reading loads of books, etc. cetera. Uh, I know a lot of the guys have been cooking and putting pictures of what they've been cooking on social media and doing a little bit of foraging on their daily walks. Certainly, I know that Caitlin had been out to forage some wild garlic and did some really lovely stuff with, with all of that. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah, so I, I think that you know they've 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 used their time as best as as best as they can really. I know that Caitlin's husband has been furloughed as well. He's a sommelier of a one-star Michelin restaurant in Birmingham, um, so I know that they've been enjoying a, a bottle of wine together and, and cooking. And, and I suppose that time that they rarely get. So uh, you know, hopefully everyone's just just enjoyed it as as much and as best as they can nice really. Can. Yeah, I've 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 tried to enjoy it I've, I've you know my gardens never looked tidier um the house is incredibly clean uh my partner vicky she's she's still working she's development surveyor in property so she's been quite busy so i've been cooking and cleaning around her um i think it's 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 been a, a real test for for everyone this has you know it, it, no one could have seen it come in i speak to friends who aren't furloughed and they're finding it strange because Kind of the majority of the world is, and I speak to some people who are furloughed and they're really struggling with homeschooling or whatever. So I think yeah. every, everyone's had their challenges. I think it always. I'm very lucky. I've got a garden I can go into. I think I think about people who are in flats and and can't just walk outside, you know, and be in their own little little space. I've got a best friend who's on the front front line of the NHS. Um, who I think about a, a huge amount, and we I've got some very dear friends who. You know, lost parents through through COVID and stuff. So I think it it grounds you. You could get away with yourself sometimes and think, oh God, oh woe is me. And I, I think things like that really stop you and just yeah. make you think. Yeah, it's something to perspective a bit. Yeah. Um, and lastly, just before I uh, finish off, has there been anything that's um, surprised you about the hospitality industry or anything that you've actually learnt from this process that actually, if we hadn't have gone through this, you would have never known before. Um, not really, to be honest. I think that the unity that's been shown has been born out of absolute necessity. You know, people, I'm in some local WhatsApp groups and then I'm in some national ones and you just see everyone wanting to support each other, help each other with information. And I've only ever seen that. I mean, we have a local networking group in hospitality um, that we run as, as sort of as a sideline to tonic, really, just something that no one was doing in the city of Birmingham. Um, and it's, it's kind of always been that way. I think people are, have always wanted to share ideas and help each other. Uh, they don't fear. Uh, the sharing of knowledge, they really encourage it. And I think that that's something that I, I kind of knew was always there, really. And it's it's been nice to see. Um, I, I just hope that the industry can, can come out of it with as few people being, when I say damaged, I think you know what I mean, you know, maybe going out of business or, or redundancies having to be made. Uh, I just want to see as, as little of, of that as possible, really, yeah. and, and just see us get back onto uh, what would see us kind of deal with normal, whatever that looks like in the interim, and then just can't wait for, for life to return back to what, what, what we used to do. Bring know? on 2021, eh? <laughs> Bring on 2021. Can't well, wait for that drink after. 
2020 can get in the bin for sure. I know, sure. it really can. <laughs> right, so thank you so much for catching up with me today. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, and hopefully the, the audience has taken something from that as well. And if anybody does want to get in touch with comrades or the team at Tonic, then please feel free to reach out because there's a lot of stuff as we've talked about with sharing things that we've been doing or if you're a local business and you want a platform to be able to shout out about the takeaways that you're doing and stuff to, to get in touch. So thank you so yeah. much for your time. Um, no problem. Uh, one, 